Time, give them something to watch. I picked out the locks till I buy up the block, and I know I'm a gift, but I think out the box, and they want me to stop. But why would I stop? Huh? I am unstoppable. Hold up, why would I stop? Bitch, why would I stop? Chill, chill. I don't jump, I dive in it. Hold up, hold up, hold up. This the reason I'm alive. Hello, and welcome to season two of the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kelby Bachman, and a couple notes I want to stress to everyone out there. Do not remove watermarks from any photo and always give credit to whomever took the picture or pictures you're using or posting on social media. These photographers work extremely hard to provide the best quality photos for us, so the least we can do is give them credit for their work. With that being said, the song you just heard is Why Should I Stop by Big Sean, and it is also the walkout song for the next guest on the show, Randy Yeager. So Randy is a photographer for IA Russell, and I mean this as sincerely as possible when I say Iowa is extremely lucky to have her taking photos of the wrestlers and athletes. Randy is not only passionate about the sport of wrestling, but she also cares deeply about every athlete she's photographing. To see some of Randy's work, purchase photos, or get in contact with her about potential photo shoots, you can head to randyyeager.smugmug.com. Or you can reach out to her on Instagram at randyyeager13. You can find the link to her website in the show notes. With that being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy Randy Yeager. So what's going on? What are you up to? Well, not a lot. Just editing photos from Fargo. (laughs) How long does that normally take you? Oh, man. I mean, I finally did count it up the other day. and I took over 15,000 photos in that eight days. So... It took a hot minute to go through and weed out what I wanted to edit and what I'm going to do with them. So it's been a long week since I've been back. Yeah. What else, um, What do you do besides, you know, is that like your full-time job? Yeah. So I, um, I have a part-time job that I work at um, as well. I'm a clinical assistant at an urgent care, but I wrestle is kind of um, my full-time gig. Um, and a lot of that is photos and content stuff like that. Did I see you also did a um an interview with I think it was Dre Sean Ross? <laughs> I think that was really? Allison actually okay. in Fargo, which is super funny because she's really short and he's not. And so she was like <laughs> holding it above her head and it looked hilarious. What about you? Do you do stuff like that or not not much? Um yeah, at events and stuff, we just try to get as much content as we can. Um so after um, usually after they win or after the event's over, we'll get those interviews. How did you kind of get looped in with IA Wrestle? Um, so during, I have three boys and my middle child is a wrestler during the, like, well, it was right before COVID actually, uh, a couple of other parents and I started a, well, we started for Iowa Hammers, started making like dual teams for youth wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of that kind of went crazy because we started in January for an event. Um, and then COVID kind of ruined all of that. So then through like all of those things with the dual teams and those people, like just mutual friends. And I'm pretty familiar with the youth wrestling scene in Iowa just because we did dual teams. So it's like 
traveling with some of the best youth youth wrestlers in Iowa. Mm-hmm. Um, so just have a lot of connections through like other parents. Um, Brad Honnold, I think, is actually the one that put uh, Hager and I in the same place. He was helping me with uh, the dual teams. It was Brad Honnold and Derek Moyer and I just getting a bunch of little hammers around from Iowa going place to place and wrestling. And taking pictures. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot that goes into that. Yeah, so let's dive into, like, what? Um, I think there's just, well, I mean, it's things like Fargo or, like, state wrestling or, like, girls' state, mm-hmm. the big things like that. Um, we are not just following, like, certain kids. Like, a lot of photographers are following parents paid them to follow certain kids. Um, or schools are just following their school or clubs are just following their club. Like, we're following all of Iowa. It's an entire state. Mm-hmm. So you start with day one of Fargo boys freestyle. We had 142 wrestlers. So we're trying to get every single wrestler. We're not focused on, you know, just the ones that we think might win or the ones that, you know, are everyone knows we're trying to get everyone. Um, so it's just insane. Just running around all those mats, trying to get all those kids. And I don't know all the kids either. So trying to follow flow or track or whatever. Um, our alerts are going insane the entire time and then just trying to get the match it's hard to switch from like photographer mode to trying to get every kid because i want to watch the entire match one because i want to watch it and two because i'm waiting for like that sick shot of a cool move Mm -hmm. whereas i'm like oh dang there's like three more kids going so i already have shots of this kid i need to go find you know those other kids um so that's hard just like mentally trying to keep track of everyone Um, and then we also go straight to social media. So I go from camera to phone, quick, throw my watermark on and then throw it up on socials to do as quick live results as we can. So it's just constant. I think my screen time in Fargo was like 14 to 18 hours a day. Wow! It was nonstop on my phone. Um, just trying to remember like match results and who the kid was and make sure we have the right pictures and the right spelling. Um, so it's just, there's a lot that goes into that. And like people see us going mat to mat and like see us during the event. What you don't see is like the hours and hours and hours behind the scene that we're editing. Um, and like putting people into galleries and answering questions and trying to find kids that are messaging us, trying to get their photos. So there's a lot more that goes into that than snapping a picture during a match gosh yeah you're i mean 140 you say 142 142 was freestyle boys yeah and how many how many of you are there running around taking pictures i know there was you and allison schwab but yeah last year it was just me um hager came for a couple of days oh my gosh so it was just you it's like his kid's birthday and stuff so he had to work through some schedules but um, this year we had Allison, which I was pumped for. And she's like, wait, it's just us. Like, it's just you and me. I'm like, oh yeah, gosh. we got it. We got this. And I think for just being two people trying to get that many kids, like we got a good majority of them. I mean, there's some that maybe went Oh, two that we missed those matches, especially mm-hmm. Greco. Greco is so fast. So it was like, uh, I can't even post results before people are like done with three matches. So that was pretty fast. Wow. How did you come up with a because it sounds like it would be a lot of trial and error in terms of managing your time yeah it's you know 
you just have to get into a flow. And there mm-hmm. was one day during Fargo that I was like, I mean, I can't get into a flow. Like I cannot mm-hmm. get the rhythm of it's Greco was really screwing with me because those matches are fast. And they did um, like just, they ended up switching the schedule so that it was 16U and juniors is what it was supposed to be. But then they switched it to a morning session and afternoon session. Mm-hmm. So then you have like half the wrestlers. So then you're like, well, now there's so many mats available that they're going so fast. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, Allison, I can't like get the flow of posting. So we're just going to do a post at the end or like update as much as possible. It was nice um, having her there because one of us could be like, all right, I got to go post. I have like 10 matches I need to post results of. And the other one would try to make up for those matches. But most of the time you get into a flow and you're just like, all right couple pictures done on to the next, but there's days that you're just like, oh man, I can't get the flow down. So we're just going to, we're just going to shoot. And I love shooting Greco. So I was like, eh, mm-hmm. I'm just going to have fun and shoot at this point because they'll want the pictures later. Wow. Yeah. I mean, how do you decide because you, you have, you have pictures on your camera and then you got to transfer them onto, I assume your laptop. It actually goes straight to my phone really yeah it's bluetooth like i just pick which ones i want and then i'll bluetooth them to my phone and then they're wow. there so yeah. nice yeah I that was, was hard pray. that was a hard thing at first for me to get over because mm-hmm. they're not edited they're straight from my camera and like people don't care i care because i <laughs> definitely like oh man that looks awful but then mm-hmm. be like that's so good i'm like oh yeah can't wait to edit it <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know, through, through our eyes. Yeah. Like all your pictures are good, but I'm sure the photographer and you is like, you know, Mm -hmm. we're all our own worst critic, you know, same with me and my podcast. I listen to it and go, geez, that could have been some people. It's great. But how, how do you, um, how do you manage that a little bit, you know, trying to be almost too perfect? Yeah, that took a long time. Um, I've been with I wrestle for like a year and a half and there's many times that Hager was just like, stop editing stuff. Like we're good. You're, it mm-hmm. looks great to us. It looks great. Let go of it. Like, let go. You're fine. You're spending way too much time doing this. Um, so just like a lot of coaching from him, like really, mm-hmm. Hey, you're okay. Like you don't, it doesn't need to be perfect. We're putting it out as fast as we can to try to get people updated for like people that aren't watching on flow. Or I know there's a lot of people that especially for Fargo. They're like, man, we felt like we were there because we got to see pictures in real time. And that's huge. It makes it personal for the kids. Kids love to be on there. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a big part of me letting go of that. Um, Editing control a little bit too is seeing how like the kids love being on there. They share it. They feel awesome about it. Some of the freshmen um, that haven't been on there too much like they'll say stuff or like their parents will be like man you made their entire month like putting them on IA wrestle (laughs) like to me it's not it's not a big deal you know because it's my job Mm -hmm. what I do every day but to them it's the coolest thing ever like they got featured on IA wrestle so that kind of helps a little bit in the control aspect is they don't care they just want to be on there yeah and I was you know wondering so you were out in Fargo that whole time now you're editing and you said you have three kids yeah, that has to be. I can only imagine that being uh, pretty hard to juggle being a mom of three and also traveling to these big tournaments and you know taking pictures. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say NCAA's and Fargo are usually the longest ones that I am away. Fargo is rough every year. <laughs> I'm like, man, I come back just like emotionally drained and just exhausted and 
um, my youngest is seven and he's just not, I was a stay at home mom for a long time. So like, they are not used to me being gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're pretty, they, they love it. They're supportive of it, but it's for sure hard to be gone. And then they get me back for this week. And I'm like, guys, I'm editing pictures. Like, let me edit. I just want to get these done. I just got to get off my plate, but mm-hmm. it's, you just have to slow down and like, remember like they are only little for so long and people understand like they get it that I've got a life outside of photos too. So I really do have a lot of support through I wrestle and Hager and the families that are um, waiting for their pictures or what, like they're all super amazing. The kids are super respectful and kind. They will message me and just, you know, say thank you, or I appreciate you spending time away to be there. So it's a lot easier to manage when I have that much support from like just the community in general. Yeah. And you know, one thing you just mentioned was you do have a life outside of, outside of this and I wrestle and, and shooting pictures. Um, I'd like to kind of talk about that a little bit where let's learn a little bit about you. Like, where did you grow up? You know, what did you do as a, as a kid growing up and, and stuff like that? Yeah. So I, um, it's not even a thing anymore, but I lived in Lytton, Iowa and it was Rockwell city Lytton at the time. Um, super, super small school. I think it's like South central Calhoun or something like that. Now there's just a bunch of mixed, um, like the Rockwell city area, uh, for Dodge. So I grew up there until I was 11 and then I moved to Carroll. Um, so I went from, and they were like a big wrestling community back in the day. Mm -hmm. Like my, I have, five brothers. So they are all older than me. I'm the baby. And they, I like grew up on the wrestling mat. Like that's just what we did. Mm -hmm. They all wrestled, they played football, but, um, my dad wrestled. So it was just like a family thing. We always were there. It was a big part of our lives. Um, something that I've always been interested in, not something I've ever done, which Mm -hmm. is really cool to see the girls breaking out on the scene now. Cause that was not a question when I was growing up. And then going to Carroll, like just not a huge wrestling school. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I was there until I was 11. Then I moved to Carroll and I actually went to school um, at DMAC for my business management degree. And I uh, ran a gym for a while and then decided to go um, get my medical assisting degree. And I did that for 10 years off and on while I was staying home with my my kiddos. So um, it's funny that when I, so I had kids pretty young, like 20 is when I started. My oldest is 14. Mm-hmm. I was almost 21. And um, like people that are my age that are like successful wrestlers now, when I talk to them, I'm like, yeah, I don't know who you are. Like people think that I'm lying, but I'm like, I was raising babies. I wasn't watching, like mm-hmm. wasn't following at that time. So people are like, how do you not know that person? I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I just like, I know people now, <laughs> you know, youth wrestlers really well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of, kind of what I do is just wrestling and mom. Like that is pretty much my life. <laughs> So what did you do? Did you do any sports like growing up or in high school? I know you, you said you had five brothers. They were involved. Yeah. I played softball for a long time, um, volleyball. And then I played soccer for a little bit. Turns out I don't really love running. So <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't really my sport. It was fun because mm-hmm. it's competitive. I'm super competitive at heart. So mm-hmm. like that was fun, but uh, yeah, definitely not a runner. <laughs> so, <laughs> so wrestling would, would fit that because you don't really have to. <laughs> right. Right. 
I feel like if I was growing up now, it'd definitely be the sport of choice for me. Mm-hmm. What what got you into photography in the first place? It sounds like, you know, you didn't go to DMAC for it. You didn't, I did get, not. you know, so where did that kind of start? Um, I took a lot of photography classes in high school and I loved it back uh, when I was going through high school. It was like dark room and like developing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, always just been super interested in it. A lot of portrait photography, but also just my mind races all the time. So like I need to be busy mm-hmm. and portrait photography is not busy. Like you're just sitting there taking pictures of somebody sitting still. So um tried a couple of my own son's matches and like my littlest was playing soccer at the time. They play football. So started doing some sports stuff. I'm like, man, this is so much fun. Well, then you mix in, you know, my love for wrestling with the competitive nature of trying to get the shot, you know, like Greco, I always say that I love to shoot Greco and people are like, why they are literally just pushing each other around, which is true. Like for most of that match, it's going to be boring, but man, when they get that throw, it's going to be the best shot ever. So that's, I think it's like a game to me. Like you're just sitting there watching and then all of a sudden you finally get it. And if you miss it, you're so mad. So it's just a hobby and I've, gotten to turn it into a job and it's amazing. I learn from so many good photographers and so many people all the time, um, like graphic design and other photographers and how they do things. Everything is so different. So yeah, actually no training self-taught and then just continue to learn from everyone else, which is a really cool thing about people in sports media is most of the time you're sitting there next to a photographer, you're going to figure something else out that they do different. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. That aspect. yeah. When did you start thinking that photography might be the avenue you want to go? I mean, it's hard when you have a degree. It sounds like you have a couple degrees, mm-hmm. you know, to just halfway ditch them all together and be like, I'm, I'm just going to do something else. Yeah. Um, so in 2020, um, I unexpectedly lost my dad. Uh, he passed overnight right before super PB state. And I think that that whole situation just woke me up to like, I don't love what I'm doing right now. And I want to do something that I love. And so kind of brought all of that on. And I was like, I'm going to do something that I love doing every day and everything kind of just fell into place. And I absolutely do love doing it every day, even on day eight of Fargo. when I want to cry at one more match, like I do love it. Wow. I'm sorry to hear that about, you know, about your father. And it sucks that sometimes, you know, things like that have to happen to sort of, you know, push you into the right spot that you want to be in in life. But yeah, just a um, wake up call, you know, like right. short. you need to do what what you enjoy. Yeah. So what led you to wrestling photos in general? Because it sounds like you were taking photos of, a, of quite a few different sports. Um, I would say just that I was around it all the time, uh, doing the youth duels. I ran everything for those teams. So, um, you know, making the team and getting everybody in the right place, the right time and all their gear. And, um, that was kind of my, when I stayed at home, that was kind of my project. Mm -hmm. We did a lot of teams for like eight, U, 10, U, 12, U, we would take two or three, sometimes five teams to like. Illinois, Wisconsin, all these places to do these crazy duels. And it was super fun. It was a lot of work. Um, 
So I think just my love for wrestling kind of got reignited through being around all that. Um, I actually came on to I wrestle to focus on youth stuff. And now I'm obviously doing high school and college. And mm-hmm. I mean, youth is amazing to shoot because they're so fun. They are so like unaware, but aware. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, I mean, you get into high school and college level and like, who's not going to love shooting those matches. They're such high level skilled athletes. So, um, yeah, I just kind of took over with wrestling because that's kind of my passion anyway. I, mm-hmm. I really love wrestling. It was definitely my favorite sport growing up, um, still to this day, but there's nothing, I don't know. It's just exciting. There are exciting pictures to take and the community. I already knew a lot of people in it. So it's been just easy transition. Yeah. You said you were already like setting up and helping out with like tournament teams and stuff. How'd you even get into that? Um, they were like parent led mostly. Mm-hmm. And so my kid was asked to be on the team and then I apparently volunteer for all the things ever. So <laughs> I started doing that. Somebody asked if I wanted to help put a team together. And I was like, sure, that's fine. I know a lot of the like youth athletes. And then it just blossomed from there. We ended up with a nonprofit, Iowa Elite, and uh, we ran with it. We had, I mean, when kids weren't wrestling in COVID, I saw the effect it had on my own kid. Like people didn't realize you take away their team and their coaches and their teammates, like you're really affecting their mental health. Mm -hmm. So at some point, like we had to get back to life and um, there were still states wrestling. So we made it to those states. We continued doing what we could do to get kids on the mat. And it's cool to see that now those kids are, I mean, it's been three years and you walk into a tournament and those kids and their families are coming up to each other and to me. And like, it's, it's really, it's just cool to see because they remember they're like teammates from all over Iowa. It doesn't matter what their singlet says. They are buddies. Like they went through that together and it was, it was really cool time. We, we haven't done dual teams in a while. Both of those guys that I was doing them with are head coaches at high school now. And I'm more than busy with IA wrestle. So mm-hmm. a lot to take on, but it was fun. Yeah. Wow. Um, and so you got on there and then you got on with IA wrestle during that time. And when did you start taking pictures for them? Or did you like bring that up to Tony that, Hey, you know, I also can take pictures. Um, it started out with like youth content and photos. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really know when I transitioned into high school and college stuff, basically just, Mm -hmm. Hey, if you want to go to this event. I wanted to go to all the events because like, I I love the events. I love wrestling. And the more I've gotten into, I mean, I didn't know hardly any of those high school kids. Now I formed relationships with them and they like, they mean something to us. Mm -hmm. I don't think people really understand the relationship you get following those kids all the time. Like, yes, it's our job, but we care about them. Like I was in tears when Tate and active were in one double national champ like mm-hmm. that's a big deal i've watched that kid for four years so um just kind of transitioned into that so i don't even know there wasn't really even a conversation i don't think just hey if you want to go to this go and now i just go to everything <laughs> everything i can yeah do you still get nervous or sh- have you ever 
gotten nervous um, when photographing athletes or specifically wrestlers in this case, you know, you might miss the shot or, you know, I, I mean, I, I feel like I would be nervous just sitting there holding the camera the whole time, just, you know, you know yeah, waiting definitely. for a shot. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't get nervous. I would say sometimes I will get, um, I don't, I don't think nervous is, is the thing. I just get like maybe anxious. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if it's coming. I have done it enough now that I can kind of like, and I've known these kids for long enough that I can kind of tell how they're, how they wrestle. And so I kind of know what's coming. Um, but before I was just taking so many photos, I'm like, I'll just photograph the entire match and then I can't miss mm-hmm. it. And then it's like, well, great. Now I have a thousand photos from one match and I'm going to use three of them. So that has helped a lot. Just kind of knowing when they're going to do it, being able to time them a little bit better. Um, knowing how their body language is before they take a shot or make that move. Just things you kind of pick up knowing the kids a little bit more. Um, If you miss it, I mean, you miss it. It's Mm -hmm. not the end of the world. Unfortunately, there's some that um, a lot of times, one of my favorite things is when the kids will like point or flex or like do something at you. It's literally makes me laugh every time because it's just so fun to see them having fun. Um, Cause they, they know where I'm at. Like, it doesn't matter if I like walk in, in the middle of a match, they know where I'm at. I have no idea. It's like a sixth sense. Some of them just know, like the camera's right there. I'm going to do something after I win this. Um, but some of them like, uh, Riker Graf and Fargo pointed at me and I was like, not expecting it. He's never done anything like that. The mm-hmm. first time Tate and Actborn did anything. I was like, oh my God. Um, he's just not like that. Like some of those kids just don't give any emotion Ryder blocks mom was messaging me after high school state and was like oh did you get his like heisman pose and i'm like i didn't even see it <laughs> didn't even know he did it <laughs> he doesn't do anything he doesn't like react or like celebrate so mm-hmm. those things stink when you miss them like dang i wish i would have seen that but there's so many that i get unintentionally that you can't get you can't get everything but yeah. it's fun when they when they will do that Gosh, it's crazy how, not crazy, but it's, it's cool how observant you are, you know, listening to you sit here and say that you almost know how these kids wrestle because you've watched them for so long and you're like observed and photographed them for four years. And, you know, Tate, not, not Gaborn's going to do a certain shot because of the way his body language is like, that's just so fascinating to me. Like you are like really committed to like watching these kids and and almost not just there to photograph, but like to almost, you know, be a fan too and observe and tell and, and what's the word I'm looking for? In uh yeah, observe. Yeah, you guys just intently. learn that's the word intently, you know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I think it helps that I am like I do love wrestling. I like watching mm-hmm. the matches. There are things that I realize that like Tate does or Ryder does or um Wyatt Volker Wyatt Volker was one of them too mm-hmm. like you watch these guys for so long that you're like okay this is how he's setting up this move I know it's coming mm-hmm. um and it makes it so much easier to take pictures because yeah. you know what's coming or how it's gonna go um but at the same time like you do get like emotionally invested in them too so it's it's hard to 
I, like I am there taking pictures, which it's more mm-hmm. than pictures, you know, like I am a fan of theirs. There's the girls. Um, it's funny, the girl wrestling, you know, like kind of came in at a weird time for that. It's really blown up. The girls took me in right away. Like, it's cool to see a girl on the wrestling scene, I think for them. Mm-hmm. So they took me in right away. The boys were so weird around me at first, like being a woman in wrestling. I mean, even some of the ad- adult men are, but like the boys are just like, do I talk to her? Like, can I flex at her? Like they'll do it for the guys all the time, mm-hmm. but they're just finally starting to warm up, which is super fun to see. Cause they're finally starting to have some fun with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. How do you manage being a fan versus being a photographer, you know, trying to watch the match, but you're watching it through your lens. So you don't miss the shot. Yeah. Be difficult. Like for me anyway, that would be difficult. It is sometimes eh, I just want to be like, God, I just want to put this camera down and watch this match. Yeah. Like I'm super invested in this match. Um, and there are, I mean, there it's hard because I am a fan and mm-hmm. I want to watch it. But also I want to get that awesome picture. So I I think that just kind of takes over for me as I can still watch it. There are things later that like kids will be like, did you see that? I'm like, I absolutely didn't. But I do apparently have a picture of it. Like I got it. I didn't see it. That would have been cool to watch. Um, I'm just so focused on getting photos for them and like getting those sick pictures that they want. So I think mostly just focused on work when I'm when I'm there you know so I get to watch it I get to see them win or lose and obviously I I will sometimes um, be looking like at the score or something and like mm-hmm. how many time, how much time is left and officials always look at me like I'm crazy because I'm like watching the clock and what do you care like why do you care what the clock says it has nothing to do with what you're doing <laughs> like mm, he only has like 30 seconds left to score and I'm like <laughs> visibly nervous for him so mm-hmm. yeah it's I think that just the work part of it and the creative part just takes over in those times because that's, that's the goal and that's what's what I'm there for. So. Yeah. One of my favorite photos, well, the one favorite and I have plenty, but one of them is Drayshawn Ross did a backflip. Yes. That was cool. Um, and how about Cruz? RS. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Cause I, I feel like that you did, you took a picture of him last year and like you compared it to this year or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's so funny. I have like a whole post coming for him and he, he is hilarious. Um, I was so intimidated by him at first because he, I mean, he always says he has RBF so bad and he does. It's so bad. I'm so intimidated by him at first. And I was just like, Oh my God, he like hates me. He doesn't even want me near him. And then I took that picture of him and it's funny because it looks like he's looking at me, but he probably isn't. He's probably Mm -hmm. looking at the score clock behind me or something. (laughs) And it just set up so perfectly. And I saw him and I'm like, why do you hate me? You look like you hate me in that picture. And he's like, I didn't even know that happened. So he's like the nicest guy ever, but he, I'm always like, I have so much on you because you are just always looking angry. And he was like, not arguing with the ref, but like mm-hmm. in a discussion with a ref and his other two immortal court um, coaches 
were there as well. And he's like holding one of them back in the photo. And I'm just like, you are the one like instigating this. Somebody should be holding you back. <laughs> but his faces are just so funny. And I told him like, you, you better wait. There's one coming. I did a video of um, him in the corner and during Fargo. And I was trying to chop it up and edit it the other day. And I sent him some clips and I was like, well, we won't put that in there. <laughs> He's just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> the coaches are so funny. It's fun to be able to be like behind the scenes and get to know them as people and see how they interact with the athletes. Um, so it's, I love taking those like photos that they're not expecting and it's not wrestling, but like it's the behind the scenes stuff. It's just the funny stuff that you catch mm-hmm. coaches doing or kids doing. I think last year at Fargo, one of the athletes was giving Dylan crew a massage. And I was just like, how, how does this work? <laughs> like, shouldn't that be the other way around? Yeah. So it's super funny to catch some of that and just be around them. The coaches um, in Iowa have been super accepting and amazing. And um, they've taken me in and they very much value what I do for them and their athletes. And they, um, they are really like, I've gotten really good relationships with a lot of them. It's pretty cool to see the support and, you know, building those relationships helps with IA wrestle like, oh, okay, this kid's up and coming. I wouldn't have known him had this coach not tipped me off or you should watch this match or, you know, so it's cool to have those relationships too. I don't think, um, a lot of people probably have that, Mm -hmm. like you have that in with the coaches and, it's fun to get to know their athletes at a personable level as well, because they're around them all the time. So they let us into the club and that's super fun. Like I get to see a lot of the behind the scenes stuff and a lot of stuff that people don't normally know or get to see, mm-hmm. but I think that they all have that trust too. Cause yes, I'm in media, but I'm not going to do anything to paint you in a bad light. No matter what you say in the corner, I will clip it out for you. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's been fun to get those relationships going too, and like having some of those photos. Um, but that Fargo photo with, with Cruz, yeah, that was that was awesome. It was actually his other coach. Gosh, I can't even think of his name right now. Um, he was mean mugging me this year, and <laughs> I was like, I'm really winning these coaches over. Immortal loves me. <laughs> I think also it's a testament to your work and the respect they have for it. You know. Um, I mean, just from the first 30 minutes here, like it, the amount of effort and time and energy you spend in these pictures and the amount of just care that you put into it, you know, it's more than just a job for you, you know, it's yeah. almost embedded in who you are and you want to do what's right, not only for, to make you look good, but to make these athletes look good. Yeah. You know, I think that was one of my main, um, one of my main goals was bringing in youth wrestling because I wanted the youth to have a spot at IA wrestle. Mm-hmm. I think it's important um, to show the youth athletes that they matter too. I mean, these kids are working hard every single day, like mm-hmm. high school, youth, college, like that's their life. And so you see a lot of stuff on social media. I actually hate social media, which is funny because it's my entire job, but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> people will be like, did you see this? I'm like, nope, I post and I get off. Like, I don't want anything yeah. to do with it. Um, I get on Twitter like quarterly and I hate it in five minutes and I'm like, nope, I'm off. I can't. Um, mostly because I like, I'm, I go mama bear, like these kids, I know them. Mm-hmm. I see people talking about them or like see things happen. And I'm just like, no, you don't, you don't even know him or you don't know her, you know, you don't know her story. Um, so 
it's that relationship aspect for me that is so big. Um, I love having relationships with them. There's a couple, um, I don't know, like one of the things that I wanted to bring was just like humanizing them, you know, like they're, yeah. they're human. They're not, a lot of them are children. Um, but even like our college athletes, you look at the, look at Facebook or Instagram or Twitter and they're just getting destroyed. And I'm like, man, maybe they did make a mistake. Maybe they said something to a media member that they shouldn't have said. Maybe they acted out after a match. Maybe you caught them in a bad second, but that does not define like who they are. And neither does, you know, wrestling isn't defining them. They're still people outside of, outside of the wrestling room and off the mat. So one of the things that um, we had started was uh, a day in the life series. And that was something that was super important to me after um, high school state, the Avila Downing match. Like mm-hmm. that was, that was awful. I was, I love both of those wrestlers so much. So like there was no winning there for me either way. I was going to be happy and sad, but what I was like sad about was the audience and the crowd's reaction. Like either way, it's a high school student just lost his dream. Like, let's not be harder on them. Let's not judge them. Let's not, you know, have some grace. And so that was like one of the big things is I wanted people to see like, yes, they're amazing athletes. They have all this talent. It doesn't come easy. They don't just wake up and they're amazing athletes. Like Mm -hmm. they work their butts off and they're still people at the end of the day. So I think part of that is just like, I brought a little bit of that. I brought emotion, I guess. <laughs> I brought mm-hmm. the feels. Um, because they are, I mean, they're they're good people and sometimes they make mistakes, of course, they're kids, but I think people forget that they are still little people. Yeah. Very well said. And I I guess I am right there with you. Um, that's part of the reason why I like to do this, you know, um to not only shed light on people who help the community, but also humanize you know, the people behind them, like, um, and yeah, like you said, with the Avila Downing, I remember just people sad to say, but people were rooting, uh, you know, for Avila to lose, you know, right. they, it's a fascination or something where people want the top dog to fall. Yeah. And I, I don't, which is, it, I mean, it's hard for me in that, um, that match specifically because mm-hmm. I, um, my, middle child asher was very very close to robert avila Mm -hmm. he took asher in and just loves him and they are like super tight i think i have a picture of asher and robert in his state bracket every year obviously except for that year Mm -hmm. and um just a really good human he's just a good person but then also so is Ryder. like there is such a good kid too like (laughs) there was no winning for me but i think that seeing people from like other, I mean, there were coaches and whole schools in the Indianola corner, like rooting for him to lose. And like, mm-hmm. it, there's just a lot to it that I just, it was, didn't sit right. It sucked. I wasn't happy for anything at the end of that match. Like, mm-hmm. how do you walk away being happy knowing that an entire state was against the high schooler? Like, that's not fun. That was not a good moment. There's, I mean, there's one other times that kids have gotten booed and I'm just like, man, you're in the stands. Like you're not down here. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's going on. How many state titles do you have? So I think there's, there are times where there are kids that people boo and they do things to like bring that to themselves. But even still, 
you're the, I mean, you're adults in that situation. You have to kind of understand and guide that kid into the right position, not, not judge them. We're not here to judge them. We should all, anybody within the community should be here to support them and guide them to the right direction. So to have an entire wrestling state booing a kid just doesn't sit well for me. Yeah, I agree. And I, I thought he also, wasn't he injured for most yeah. of the season? Yeah. And so if like for him to even be out there competing was almost like a halfway miracle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so he overcame a lot to be there. Yeah. And yeah. We're just about off to get there. Um, at the end of the day, both those kids are going to move on with their lives and they're yeah. going to be better people for it. But going forward, I think it sets a precedence of, hey, we don't, we're not going to celebrate you guys loving a kid losing like that's not Mm -hmm. fun it's hard to see a four-timer not get his four-time anyway I don't know how people are like excited about that because I'm usually so emotional like dang it (laughs) he was so close yeah um how how about yourself how have you dealt with you know maybe some of the pictures you post or whatever the backlash that might come with with that Um, I'm sure you've probably taken pictures or posted pictures that people are like, you know, where's my kid or what, you know what, like all the time, even, even in Fargo, we had comments like, are you just taking pictures of these kids? And I'm just like, oh my gosh, go look at the hundred other posts from the last whatever days, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, a big part of that, I think is why I'm off social media. Mostly Mm -hmm. most of my personal accounts turned into business accounts. They're all wrestling or photography. Sometimes I'll put some like personal kids stuff on there, but not, not super often. Um, I don't get into, oh, how many followers do I have? I don't, I don't care about it. Um, I don't look at a lot of the comments Mm -hmm. because I would, I did when I started and it was like, man, what am I, why am I doing this? I don't even know what I'm doing it for anymore. And I kind of lost sight of that for a while. Um, cause the people that want to see you fail, which there's plenty of them, especially, you know, being a woman in a man dominant sport, there's a lot of people that are like, no, you shouldn't be here. This isn't, we're not supporting it. Um, the first year of being within the wrestling community was super tough. I had to really fight for my place here. Now I think that most of these people have my back um, and we go out of state or something and people are like, what is she doing here? I think it's, it's better now for sure. Mm -hmm. Iowa is super accepting of um, women in the sport and there's more of us coming up. So that's super, super fun. Um, But just like getting over those hurdles of people wanting to see you fail for sure. Social media was tough. I just stopped looking at comments and stopped getting on there. Um, which is funny because I'm always like, Oh, I'm not really on social media. And people are like, you post every day. I'm like, (laughs) you're right. I do. (laughs) Um, some of it's scheduled. (laughs) Some of it, I just randomly accidentally opened the app on my phone and I saw something and I commented, Mm -hmm. um, or people will be like, you didn't respond to me on Facebook. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't see it. I have probably a hundred friend requests and notifications and things, but I just don't, I don't pay attention to it. Um, Mm -hmm. I try Instagram. I try a little bit harder um, to like get, make sure my messages and stuff. I don't have any notifications on for social media because my phone would just blow up 24 seven with I wrestle stuff. So I took all notifications off um, and that's helped a lot. I think just realizing that no matter what I do, there's going to be people that are upset. There, There's really no winning. Even if I um, 
I mean, especially with like interviews and stuff. Oh, you didn't interview my kid or you didn't get pictures of my kid. Or especially when I came out on the youth scene, I'll do like prepay events sometimes for youth photos and people are like, oh, so you can only get on IA Wrestle if you pay. And I'm like, no, that's not the case at all. Like that has nothing to do. It's total separate, totally separate. Um, just because you pay doesn't mean you're going to be on IA Wrestle and vice versa. Like it was kind of a hard thing to juggle at first with youth parents, but they are all really, they're all starting to come around to it. And there's more good than there's bad. Like I got so many messages and comments and people coming up to me in Fargo and like everywhere else that, you know, just they appreciate us and all that stuff. So it's, it was hard at first, but it's definitely gotten easier and people are super supportive. And that's, that is what I focus on because you can focus on the bad comments all day long. And there are people that share your stuff and I don't know, I'm, I'm protective of the kids, I guess too. So (laughs) I see it like I see a bad post or something, I'm taking it down. Like, okay, it doesn't need to be up there. Um, there were some bad comments on a post in Fargo and I was like, well, that one's gone. I'm taking it down. I will block you or your comments so fast. Like mm-hmm. there's no, no place for it. And kid, like they're kids, whether they're high school, whether they're 18, they're freshmen in college, like they're young adults. So I have no, no issues with just hitting block and delete. Like, mm-hmm followers don't don't mean much to me so i mean i appreciate it but it's not the end all be all for me so mm-hmm. just kind yeah. of blocking that negative out of my life i guess yeah i was gonna also you know put you in that category too like just because you're an older woman and you're you know snapping these pictures and you're the photographer doesn't mean that you need to be the target either of like nobody needs to be the target of of any of it of any of this toxic nature you know the kids or even yourself because you know, you're working hard, the hours you put in the, like you are putting your all into making these the best pictures that you can. And, you know, for, it just kind of hurt when you said there's no winning. Cause I'm like, gosh, well, how, how do you do it then? Yeah. I mean, cause we need to keep you, we need to keep you in the sport. And so like, last thing I want to do is hear that just you get run out because of just constant negative comments or whatever. I think just being a media in general, you're never going to make everyone happy. Mm-hmm. I wrestle it. We get it all the time. Um, we post on one team and another team's like, oh, well, you're, you only like them. It's like, no, we just literally posted results or like I'll post match results. And like some of these kids, I know their families, I'm friends with them and I still have to post like if you lose a match, I, 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 unfortunately I didn't lose that match for you, but I still have to post the result, you know? Yeah. And I think um, most of the kids get it. Uh, last year at Fargo, I posted, it was a sick picture, but Max Riggins, I posted a picture of him. He was bridging on his back and it was like, so obviously he's losing the match. He's bridging. He was like, you did me dirty. You put me on my back. And I was like, okay, you're right. I'm sorry. But like, that was a really cool picture. And yeah. he held that bridge for like a minute and a half. So I was like, that was amazing. Yeah. Like I was losing. <laughs> so like some of them are like funny because they're like, you know, they, they get it. Mm-hmm. But then you have others that are like, you put my kid losing on, on social media. I'm like, yeah, I put another kid winning though. You know, like right. there's no, we cannot do any right. But at the same time, the, the good outweighs the bad so mm-hmm. much. Like you have families that are like, 
super supportive and I get so many text messages and messages all the time. And it's really cool to see it from the kids. I mean, they're high schoolers and to see some of those kids like really grasp the concept, like I don't have to be there. I didn't, Mm -hmm. you know, I could have covered Fargo from home by words, not, not photos, you know? Um, so I think that they're really appreciative of the fact that one, I wrestle sends me there and two, I'm taking the time to be there. I got so many messages from high school boys, which is so funny to me because they're oblivious. Like, you know, they, they don't think about it, but they're starting to think about it. They're starting to think about, okay, she took time to be here all week. I saw her every single day on the mat. And I have these sick pictures from my Fargo experience for it. So they're really appreciative. And that, I think that's the driving force behind it. Like it will always be those interpersonal relationships for me. Like that's what it's about. So to hear people talk about the bad, like, all right, you're not my people. Like I'll go hang out with the people that, that love it, you know, mm-hmm. that want to support it and, and what we're doing. Yeah. When did you start to feel like you were starting to be, I don't want to say accepted, but you know, like people were starting to warm up to you, you know, um, because you're, you said you're a year and a half in and now everyone, you know, you're starting to get messages from high schoolers and um, people are starting to almost know where you're at at all times. I mean, when did did that sort of start to start Um, to manifest a little bit? So I was here for two seasons. So this last season has been like this most recent one for sure was a lot easier than the first. Um, not in the youth level really, because I, I know all those people I was around them. They know who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think high school wise, I was telling Hager when I got back from Tulsa, I went to junior duels in Tulsa. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was a little bit more personal too, because it was one team. I just followed well, there's two teams, the girls and the boys, but, mm-hmm. um, I only had like, I don't know, 20 Iowa kids instead of a million. And so it was way more personal. I was at every single one of their matches because I was just following the dual team around. Um, and there were like during breaks and stuff, like the, the girls would always come sit on the mat and talk to me while I was shooting the boys. And the girls have always been really accepting, but some of those girls really have created relationships and Mm -hmm. I, I love that from them because they are finding their place. They're finding their voice. Um, and some of those girls, I'm starting to learn their stories. I don't know them as well as the boys, obviously, because they're just up and coming. Um, but I've created those relationships with the girls now too. And so the girls were really accepting right away. Um, the boys, I said, I think Tulsa was like a breaking point. Like they would sit and talk to me or like, they felt like it was okay to talk to me or, you know, ask if I got a shot. Um, so it's, it's getting even better every time, every event, like the more you're around, obviously the more they know you. And, um, I think they see that I do care about them as people, the families, especially the moms. I always get lots of nice messages from the moms. (laughs) Coaches will send me nice messages. Like they appreciate what we're doing and, um, that definitely started happening within the last, like this last season. Um, it's just something that, you know, it just keeps you driving forward. It makes the hours and hours and hours of editing and time away worth it because they do care and they know that it's more than it's just money. Cause I think making money in wrestling is so, I don't know, like frowned upon, I guess, like pe- people hate it. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't be making money off wrestlers, which 
if you want the media, like you have to, I don't know. It's Mm -hmm. weird to like break into that scene any, in any way, like Mm -hmm. clothing, apparel, you see it from every aspect of the company. Like, so that's kind of been a thing that we hurdled over and, you know, I kind of fell in at a better time because I wrestle is well established and people like I wrestle. Mm -hmm. So that helped a lot, I think. And it's, tough to um justify you know maybe making money or promoting or taking pictures of of youth mm-hmm. in general you know yep. um, high school or or below i mean that that could be a tough sell to some people well and i think if they don't understand it they think we're just out there doing a job like making money off of right off the youth wrestlers or whatever um I would love for them to figure out my cents per hour. I wouldn't say dollar per hour because as much time as I spend doing it, like there's no <laughs> way you'll never equate like an equal pay to it. And mm-hmm. that's not what we do it for. Not a single one of us are in it for making money off of it because there's, it's not a lot there. Obviously we have to be able to support our families and stuff, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, like it's not a, it's not money driven ever because it would never be worth it. And that's an easy way to weed people out of, out of it. Like they're not Mm -hmm. in it for the right reason. They're not staying because it's not going to be worth it for them. Yeah. And I want to ask, you know, one of the big things about pictures in general from people is cropping, you know, cropping out your watermark, cropping out your signature or whatever. Why is that such a big deal to you? And to just photo, photo, you know, um, photographers in general. Yeah. Photographers. Um, <laughs> photographers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it is something that before I really started doing it, I wouldn't have thought as much about. So I think it's just not known. First of all, like it used to be really hard to see kids like take our photos and just like crop it around or edit it in a different way or throw a filter on it or not give us credit for it. Or, you know, they don't have any idea what they're doing. They have, Mm -hmm. they are not thinking about it, but at the end of the day, like that is our work, like that's our art. And so you wouldn't take somebody's painting and paint over it and then sell it, you know, so, or sell it or post it or like take credit for it. You know, um, a lot of times people will take our photos and like go pay somebody to make a graphic or um, use it for a company. Like a company will take it and then they use it for promotion. And it's like, all right, well, one, I'm in a weird place because most of my stuff ends up on social media because I I do work for IA Russell. So from that standpoint, a lot of photos are already out there. So you can just take them, which if they're out there, and you're going to, um, I hate screenshot photos. I hate them so much because they destroy my photos. And I'm like, Oh, that looks so awful. My picture did not look that bad. And so like, if you're going to save it off of Facebook, please don't screenshot it. At least just give us credit for it. Like that's how we build ourselves and how we build our brand. Um, maybe it doesn't seem like a big deal to you because you have 500 followers, but it is a big deal because I mean, anytime I see myself tagged in something, I'm going to share it as well. And that just, you know, it's how social media works. It's how you build yourself. This person shares it and then so many other people see it and it goes on and on. And so that's how you get your name out there. So to just throw it out there and maybe cut the watermark off, you have no idea who even took it. You're essentially taking credit for that work, which I don't think that's 
the intent behind it ever. I really don't. Um, but I've seen my photos on promotion stuff from like other companies. And I'm like, whoa, what are you doing? Like, you can't do that. You can't just take photos that you see and they're like, oh, well, it was on wherever. And like, yeah, it had a watermark on it. You ripped the watermark off and then totally made it for your own promotion. And that's like, that's not cool. Mm -hmm. And I will always um, educate before I, like a lot of people will just be like cease and desist letters. Don't care. No more. Like you can't use it. I'm going to sue you if you keep using it. I don't, I don't love that. Um, (laughs) It's not a good way to just, it's not a good way to do business or to create relationships. Like for example, chain wrestling, they are amazing. They ask me every single time, Hey, can we buy this photo? Can we pay for it somehow? I'm like, man, you came to me like one, thank you for the respect for coming to me mm-hmm. Two, If you're leaving my watermark on it, let's work together. Like let's, let's collaborate on this. Like I'm all about networking. Like I'm cool with it. You want to use the athletes photos that I'm getting to build your brand. You're also building me in that. So I'm super easy to work with about that stuff, but I know that there's people that are like, oh, you can't use that. I'm going to sue you. That's, that just doesn't work for me. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, could I probably make a lot more money if I did make people like pay for the commercial licensing? And some do, some will, I mean, I, chain wrestling will sometimes do it. And I'm like, Hey, I thought we were good. Like stop. Mm-hmm. But it's the people that like, don't even ask. They don't, um, tag me. They don't give any sort of credit, especially companies. I'm just like, you can't, you can't just take somebody's stuff. Like that is our work. That's our art. That's time that we put into it. Um, so it's just, I think there was a whole hashtag, like tag your photographers for a while. I don't know if that's still a thing, but, um, just the respect aspect of it. And I have coaches all the time now message me and be like, Hey, can I, can I post this on our um, team page. If I give you credit. Yeah, absolutely. I would love for you to post that on your team page. Just throw up credit. That's all I'm asking for. Um, I mean, if you're printing it and making posters and all these things, then yeah, we obviously need to talk about something different because those social media posts are not like print size. If you try to print those off for graduation, they're going to look awful. So <laughs> I'm like, there's a difference, but I do get, they're already out there. So for me, battling that is just, well, let's work together. Like I get it. A lot of these kids are high schoolers, middle schoolers. So they don't think about it. They have no idea the amount of time and effort that goes into it or like what it means. So a lot of them will ask me, like, can I use this photo? Or I think they're all being trained in that way now. Like, you know, they've heard us, they've heard me, they've heard Allison, they've heard Nate Castillo, they've heard Cam, like they've heard everyone say like, tag us, you have to tag us, like, please just tag us. Um, So that. I think that has helped a lot, just the education aspect of it. Like people don't get it. They don't know what they don't know. Right. So mm-hmm. I will not ever be like, Hey, uh, you have to take that post post down. Cause that's my picture. Now just throw photo credits. And like, that's all I care about for those high school athletes, you know, mm-hmm. um, obviously the people that do buy those photos, like we're extremely appreciative of that because that's how we do make money off of them. You know, like, um, I'm not, the social media posts are, or whatever, they're essentially free photos that we're putting out there. Um, I do have it a little bit different because it's, it's for a company, you know? So um, I think it's just a misunderstanding from a lot of people. They don't 
get that it's a big deal. Like, just don't understand. But I would say even in the last year, people are really starting to get it. They're starting to understand what we put into it and just tag us, like, just put us out there as we're putting you out there. I'm going to share it for you, like, get your name out there more. So I think it's coming around. I think people are getting it. But I know the last probably five years, it's been been really hard because people just take stuff and they don't Mm -hmm. care. Yeah. So ultimately the solution here is if you're using it, if you're, if you post it on social media, keep the watermark for one and two tag as well. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people will tag like, cause uh, when I do like wrestling stuff, I have the IA logo and then my name underneath. We -hmm. all do. So that way, cause especially in big events, like I wouldn't know if it was my photo or Allison's or Nick Ryder's or whoever, you know, mm-hmm. so we all have our names at the bottom of them. So tagging I wrestle is appreciated for sure, mm-hmm. but tagging that photographer too, like, cause that's their, that's their personal brand. A lot of people that are working with us are freelancers. Um, so that's just how, how you get your name out there. Like um, I do senior sessions and all of those things too. So a lot of those kids will be like, Oh, I really like the way your photos look. I like the way your design looks. So I didn't know you did photos for like seniors or family or whatever, you know, so just kind of the way we get out there and people know who we are. Mm-hmm. So those tags are appreciated for sure. Um, I think just knowing we have that stuff out there in social media, we're not expecting people to be like, Oh, I already have this now. Can I pay for it? You know, they already have it. So it's just like that respect aspect of just give us credit for it. Mm-hmm. And so that is actually another question I have here. What do you do besides, you know, wrestling photography? Do you do, sounds like you do some other things, family sessions, senior sessions? Yep. I do about whatever. I mean, I do, I like senior sessions a lot. Um, I like little kids. They're, they're so Mm -hmm. fun. I, Mm -hmm. um, love doing those. I do some other sports stuff. A lot of youth teams will bring me, um, like a parent will lead it up and we'll do a group kind of like the same pre-sale thing for wrestling. I'll do sometimes for like super PB state or something. Um, it's so much per athlete and then they get so many photos. So I've done baseball and football and it's just a cool thing to have for kids. Like I know growing up, like we didn't have action shots of us playing sports. Like that was just not something that we had. And I know a lot of people my age were like, man, I really wish we had I wrestle when we were young. Like that would be so cool to have those pictures. You know, you have the the still photos from picture day and that's it. Um or whatever mom and dad got off of their like flip phone. You know, so uh these kids don't realize how lucky they are to have these like moments and times set like set for them. They're they're mm-hmm. there forever. And they get to show their kids and whoever especially with like NIL, like that's huge, like building yeah. your brand on social media now. So they like to be tagged in our stuff, vice versa. So um, just getting your name out there helps build that. That's how I get most of my like senior sessions and stuff is just from people seeing me at I wrestle or family sessions, same thing at like the football games or stuff like that. I do some CrossFit events. I, um, some friends of mine have, um, a business that they started that's uh, for veterans that uh, have a hard time like transitioning back to normal life. And so mm-hmm. um, it's called Valor Fit. They, they kind of put you in a CrossFit environment so that you have that like 
brotherhood still. Mm-hmm. So you have those relationships. So I do a lot of work with them. Um, they do like the Memorial Day community Murph every year. I do a big, uh, they have a huge event. So I'll go fo- do photos for that or some competitions, some of their team stuff. Um, do you like social media content for businesses uh, and events for other people? So kind of do everything for every, like just mm-hmm. whoever. Um, <laughs> there's a tattoo shop that I do some of their social media content. So wow. kind of all over, but it's all photos and reels and social media stuff. And you said you're, you, you're self-trained on all of that. Yeah. Yep. How, how do you kind of learn to do all these things? That's, that's quite, I, impressive. <laughs> that's a lot of things to be learning and handling. I love, I am such a big relationship person. So mm-hmm. when I like make connections with somebody, I want to learn everything possible from them. Mm-hmm. Like our video guys, um, other photographers, like people that are doing these things. Tony Hager has been literally just a wealth of knowledge for me. So that's been awesome. Um, I, just soak up information. Like, I just want to know everything. And then I will do deep dives into it. Like, okay, I need to know everything, how this works and how I, you know, like, how do we build the Instagram? How do we build this and that, you know, like, I love that stuff or like what's trending and just like listening to, um, the people that I work with every day, they, they know what they're doing. Uh, our video guy, Cade, he is so big on social media and like getting, I don't know, getting the followers and getting the hits that he's just so smart about it. So like listening Mm -hmm. to him talk about some of that stuff has been, dang, I didn't even think about that, you know, or like, did you know this? I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so, so easy, but something that I didn't know. So I kind of go down the rabbit hole on stuff and then I'm like, (laughs) oh, perfect. I can do this. So, and it's just passion led, you know, like Mm -hmm. you can be taught things in a classroom and I would probably not retain any of it, but (laughs) I am taught something that I care about. I will be super invested in it. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a huge on experience over education, but that's a topic for another day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. You know, when, it, when I started to get into my major here at Nebraska, like, yeah, it was, I became a lot more invested than maybe that English 101 class. Yeah. You know? um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Where can people find your work? Um, especially like, okay, you post on social media, but you, obviously you're not going to post all 50,000 pictures you take. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so like, where can yeah, they so go to find? I have um, my website, which is uh, com. That has everything on there. Um, anything smugmug.com. that I've done. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Mugmug is where a lot of our photographers, it's like a... Uh, it's a website that is for photographers. Basically it puts oh. all your stuff in galleries and that's how you purchase. Like they kind of do everything for you, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, no, they do not do everything for you. They, they have a setup for you. Mm-hmm. So everything's kind of set up there in galleries. Um, and you can go through and find those and see everything. And um, I actually took down like prints. So I had like, you can't get prints off of my website, like actual hard copies because they're, I didn't love the way that they did them. So I do that like through email or if somebody wants something, they can um, just email me to get those as I just feel like, feel like there's better printers locally 
then they were kind of shipping off to do stuff. Mm -hmm. And I like to be able to see it before some, I mean, if you pay for a print, those are not cheap and I don't want it to come to your house before I see it. And it's like, Oh, this looks like crap. I don't like this at all. That's a direct reflection of me. And it's also Mm -hmm. my work. So if they're, you know, if it looks weird, they're like, Oh, that is not as good as it looked online. You know, like it's just something that I wanted to be able to control a little bit to make it's quality based and not just we're gonna ship it from wherever so um yeah they can email me that a lot of people will message me on instagram i think instagram is probably the one i use the most um just because that's where i mean you kind of got to meet the kids where they're at right and i i think instagram's instagram's where it's at i know a lot of them are on twitter hangers on me all the time about twitter but i just i can't do it i try i go on there and i look at like two people's things and I like Allison Schwab and I think we're the funniest people in the entire world. And so I will go look at her stuff, laugh about it, maybe tweet. And then I'm off for like months because I, there's just some bad stuff on Twitter. People say whatever they want. So I'm like, no, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. I probably miss a lot of good on Twitter, but it's better than, better than listening to all the bad that people are arguing about. (laughs) I'm actually pretty like, behind on the times when people are like, Oh, did you hear about this? And I, yeah, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> like, I'm just doing my job. I don't know. That that can be a good thing. You know, like sometimes it's just, it, it can be draining. Social yeah. media can be draining. For sure. And so when you don't know those things, yeah, sometimes people are like, oh, you don't. And <laughs> it's probably better that I don't put yeah. time and energy into that. You know, you already have enough going on. Oh yeah, for sure. And there's, I mean, you get all these like parody accounts and like people just <laughs> yeah. hiding behind their screens. And I just, I'm not good at not saying how I feel. So <laughs> I'm like, if you want me on Twitter, you're asking for like, I'm going to say what I want. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I'm going to stay off Twitter. You mentioned that they can email you if they want prints. Um, What would that email be or how can they find that on your smug mug? It is on my uh, website as well. I actually, after you order from my site, it says to email me anyway. I had some weird stuff happening with minors, uh, people ordering photos and my job 100% of the time, first and foremost, will be to protect the kids that I'm taking pictures of. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have to verify that they are either the parent or the kid or how they know the kid. Um, because people are weird and yeah. I didn't, not something I thought about until I had to think about it. And now I just had to change the way things happen because mm-hmm. it's always going to be about their safety and well-being before anything else. Yeah. I saw that on your website. It's basically in large caps. Yep. You know? <laughs> you know, yep. Hey. I, uh, I don't mess around with that stuff. I right. uh, just won't, if there's right. anything weird or weird comments on social media or something, I'm, it's not something I take lightly. It's, I mean, obviously these guys are sometimes in vulnerable positions or whatever, and people are weird and I will, I don't, I don't take it lightly. So mm-hmm. yeah, all caps. And I am dead serious. You will not get your picture that you paid for until I hear from you and you can verify that it's your kid or, or they're okay with it. The parents are okay with it. Mm-hmm. And can they just go on your website and, and, and browse like your, your pictures, your photos? Yep. Everything is on there. Um, obviously like there's albums right now for Fargo that aren't completely done. So mm-hmm. they will be there, but they aren't yet. Nothing is really behind anything. Like 
you can see pretty much everything. Obviously I have some like if seniors or whatever, they are private photos. So you don't see those because um, they are the only ones with access to those galleries, but any of my sports events or anything, they're all, they're all up there. Nice. Yeah. And you got a lot to a lot accomplished and a lot to do yet. I mean, I can't even imagine. Is it, is it sometimes overwhelming when you come back from a tournament like Fargo and you see the amount of pictures you have to go through? Yeah, I I don't know why I even counted, actually, because I was like, all right, this seems like it's taking days just to go through these photos. Like, why have I not got any of them done? It's been two days. I don't have anything to show for it. But like I go through and I have to look at every picture because, I mean, especially with sports, you're going such fast action. You have so many frames per second. So there can be, you know, 20 pictures of the same thing, but maybe one has a hand that's blurry or one isn't focused on the face or, you know, who knows? So -hmm. you have to go through every single one of them to decide what you want. So you kind of go and start eliminating them. So I know there was like one album that I think there were 1700 pictures from just one session. Ooh. And I was like, oh man, how did I get, I think I narrowed it down to like 150 or something like that. So that's so many pictures that I'm like, they're trash. I'm never yeah. going to use them, <clears throat> but it's just that time that it takes to go through 15,000 pictures, you know? Mm. So I'm like, yeah, I don't have anything to show for the last two days of work, but I will, I just have to get there, you know? So yeah, all of that's. It takes time for sure. It's overwhelming. And sometimes I'm like, man, I just got to, I got to take a break from this MacBook because I can't look at it anymore. Um, and a lot of times, sorry, go ahead. A lot of times that's happening at, you know, midnight, one o'clock in the morning because I hung out with the kids, you know, so then they go to bed and I'm like, all right, I'm going to get some work done before why I have time. So, jeez, yeah. So if you get an email from me at like 2 a.m., it's not because I'm (laughs) being crazy. It's because I'm working. How do you narrow down from 150? You know, like it, yeah. that, what is it? You know, you had 1700 pictures. So 1550 are trash. You know that, yeah. but 150 are probably pretty dang good. And you're like, I'm going to well, edit every single one of them. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's, wow. I feel like ugh, some of those like prepay events, I kind of did those to narrow down some of that time. Cause I spent a lot of time editing photos that nobody will ever touch. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, I need, I need a better system. I'm Mm -hmm. out of 150 photos. Maybe somebody will purchase one. And so I was like, well, was it really worth that? I mean, I think it's $12 for a digital download. So like, was it worth the $12 to edit 150 photos? Probably not. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we'll use those for IA Russell or um, graphics in the future. Um, So a lot of that, I just get it done so that we have them too. Um, that's how we make our graphics. That's how we post our posts is through those photos. So um, I've gotten a lot better at it because uh, there's times that I'm like, oh, this isn't a great, like not something that we would use. But if I was that kid, I'd probably want to see it. Right. I'm like, okay, well, like mm-hmm. you can't save every picture that every kid would ever want to see, you know? So right. um, the prepays definitely help with that. I know what I need to be editing because people already have told me like, I want these. so. I'm not wasting my time editing them, you know, Mm -hmm. um, Fargo is a little bit different just because these are all of our high school athletes, you know, pretty much a good majority of the athletes that will use those photos during season or, um, highlight those matches later. So a little bit different. There's a lot more, uh, photos editing for high school state and Fargo. Yeah. Now, um, I want to ask you real quick about, about your kids when they're 
you know, doing their activities. How do you balance taking pictures and actually cheering them on or coaching them? Yeah, I, uh, (laughs) I don't coach at ever because I pay people to do that. I definitely want to be mom. I learned that the hard way, like with youth wrestling, you know, like you're so invested, especially being into the sport as much as I am. I'm like, God, if you would just finish that shot, you would have won that match. Like those are not helpful things to say to my 10 year old, you know, like I can't say those things. I, I hired a coach for you to have that, you know? Mm-hmm. So actually taking photos helps so much because it just keeps my mouth shut. And I worry about taking <laughs> pictures mm-hmm. or I'll just record the matches, whether I ever use them again or see them or watch them. Like it just keeps my mind off of you're not doing what you should be doing <laughs> or being really excited for him. Um, I think that the biggest thing for me was I need to be mom. And so, yeah. um, I do have that support. Like that's one thing that we're really big on throughout like I wrestle in general, um, you know, you, um, AAU state is always crazy busy time for us, obviously. Like, um, there's just a lot that goes into it. We stream it. And so we're kind of running all over plus trying to get all these pictures, but people will be like, Hey, you need to like take a second to go be with Asher or like, you know, Hager's busy with all the streams or switching stuff over. And I look over and he's like, giving my kid a pep top. Like we for sure are so focused on families and like our family and like making sure our kids don't like suffer from that, you know, like super PB state. He, we were streaming that and his kid was trying to get ready to go away. And I'm like, just go, like, I got it. Mm-hmm. So I'm here, like, just go be with your kid. And so that's, that's huge. You know, just trying to support each other, even though those events are insane. Um, and we're usually running around like crazy, but same, even in Fargo, um, Allison's kid won a national championship. I'm like, mm-hmm. go be with your kid. She's like, we've got like four people coming up. I'm like, I don't care. Go yeah. be with your kid. Like go deal with that. Go celebrate, like be happy with him. So that's kind of something that we're all just, we all make each other aware of. I think too, like I want to, for me personally, like I want to be mom. And so no, no matter what he knows, that when he looks over at the end of the match, like I'm going to throw up the signal for, I love you. And mm-hmm. I'll talk to him later about it. I can't talk to him if he loses because he's a hothead and like, we, we just can't do that. <laughs> so that's usually where Hager's like, all right, I want to talk to him because mm-hmm. I can't, but like my kids love all of our video guys and our photographer guys. They love Hager. Like they know him. So like they, they know what I'm doing. They know why I do it. And so I think they're pretty supportive of it and they understand. So like, my middle is the only one that wrestles right now. And like, he, mm-hmm. he gets it. He understands that I'm probably going to run straight from his match to somebody else's match. And, or like, I'm not going to see him before his match. Cause I'm taking pictures of somebody else. But when he looks over, I'm, I'm going to be at every match. So for him, that's, that's the support he needs. And like, he understands it. And it's just kind of how we've adapted that. And he likes it a lot better. Cause I don't get to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, last thing here, I just want to make sure how can people support you and your work that that you do for the time, the effort, the energy, everything that you put in? How can we as as fans help and support? Best way to support me personally is just, you know, following, following on Instagram, looking at that stuff, sharing the kids, the stuff. Um, I don't post a ton personally. So um, 
following IRS law, that's huge. Um, sharing our stuff, you know, just supporting those things, coming to our events. Um, uh, people love the merch, so they're always buying the merch. We get um, we get some backlash on our subscriptions, but like subscribing to Rockfin's huge. That's how, you know, how, how we keep that's how he keeps sending me places, you know, like we have to bring in some sort of revenue. If you want me to go to Tulsa, you want me to go to Fargo, you want, you want us at every event, like somehow we got to make that happen. And he does a really good job of that stuff. I don't think people completely understand why like they have to pay for that, but have no problem paying for like a different subscription to like a newspaper or, you know, a magazine or something like that. So it's the same thing really. Um, just supporting that even even not even if you're not going to subscribe to it like support us on social media you know just being loud supporters so we have so many of them that are so good about that just following us sharing us keeping keeping our stuff moving and relevant i think is the best way to support it uh understanding that we're human and we're going to make mistakes and we don't always get every like every match or every shot that we want, but we're trying, um, mm -hmm. but we are humans reach out. Like I'm always open to talk to somebody if they're like, Hey, yeah. really wish that like this is going on. And like my kid has this, or, you know, like this is a cool story. I don't know if I don't know. And like, I'm pretty oblivious to what's going on because I just choose to be, um, I mean, there's stuff that's posted on I wrestled. They're like, Oh, you guys posted it. And like, Oh yeah, <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> Um, so just reaching out, like, I don't assume that I know because I probably don't. So like reaching out and just giving us a heads up or it's a really cool story or whatever. I love that. If people want their clubs features, we do like behind the clubs, um, go in and we'll do video and, uh, photos behind the scenes of clubs. That's something that I started last year, I think maybe two years ago. Um, just so people can see like who the clubs are. We want to support our wrestlers and our clubs, but it's obviously a two-way street. And I think we have a pretty good building there. Like people do support us well, but it has to be both ways. And we get, I mean, we'll go anywhere. We'll do whatever. We just need to know about it, you know? So mm -hmm. big club, small club, like super accredited wrestler or just starting out, like we just, we just want to know. So just reach out. Like we're, we're humans. We'll have the conversation. Yeah. And I, I, to the subscription point, I think we're very spoiled in Iowa. If you took that subscription away, who knows what would go with it? Yeah. You know, like you said, you know, you going and taking pictures, those pictures might disappear. Right. We are very lucky to live in a state where it is so supported. Um, but if you take some of that support away, so does the coverage go with it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I can't just leave for eight days, you know, and go take pictures. Right. And I mean, obviously everybody knows how expensive it is to go to Fargo as an athlete. It's not, not too much different as media, you know, like yeah. we have to travel and stay and all those things too. And um, I don't think people realize how lucky they really are right. and because they've had it for so long, but other states are always like, man, I wish wish we had IA wrestle Minnesota is huge, which they have MN wrestle. They're up and coming. Um, but the youth parents are always like, man, I wish we had IA wrestle. I'm like, well, you have MN, you need to go support it. Like right. they can't bring on youth stuff if you're not supporting like their high school stuff. So 
I don't think people even realize how lucky they are that not every state is getting personalized photos or like clubs featured or kids featured, you know, they're not having these stay in the life series and stuff. Those are huge things that those parents and people get to keep those forever. Like they have this amazing documentary basically of their kid or of their club at no cost to them, you know, because we're just out there working and doing our jobs. But yeah, that goes away if there's no support. Mm -hmm. And also Randy Yeager's don't grow on trees. So (laughs) we're lucky to have you a part of the community. Um, And I think at times we don't realize how lucky we are to have someone like you involved in the sport. And so that's why I'm just, I'm really happy. And and I know it was a crazy time and you're still going through pictures. So um, I just appreciate you taking a little bit of time to chat. And uh, I just wanted to show some love for you because you've, you've done such a good job and, you know, MN wrestle, any wrestle, you know, they have great jobs, but there's only one Randy, you know? So. Yeah. I appreciate that. And I appreciate you reaching out as I was like, oh man, do I do this or not? Like, I don't have anything to say. I was <laughs> like, no, do it. Like, it'll be good. So yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Like I said, you know, um, it, it's good to just, my, my goal is just to highlight people who put so much time and effort and maybe don't get the, not, uh, not that they're asking for it. They don't do it for the, the support or the, like you said, the follows, but you just do it because you love the sport and you do such a good work and so hard. It's so hard to do it that we sometimes take it for granted. So I just wanted to one, say thanks and two, just kind of share your story with how, how hard you work and get people to realize that, you know, more goes into it than just showing up and with a camera and snapping some pictures. Yeah, no, I appreciate that a lot. I think, yeah, people don't know what they don't know, right? So why would I stop? I'm unstoppable. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Let's Talk Wrestling Podcast. Special thanks to my guest, Randy Yeager, for taking the time to sit down and chat with me. Cover art created and designed by Kristen Gill. Please feel free to rate, comment, and subscribe to the podcast. You can also check me out on Twitter, Instagram, and my brand new Facebook page to hear more of my content. And don't forget, check out my website at letstalkwrestlingpodcast.my.canva.site. And as always, be sure to tune in to hear the next guest of the Let's Talk Wrestling Podcast. Take care. See you next time.